So kids, we're glad you're in here with us today. Take your Bibles, turn to the book of Colossians chapter 4. So children, you can do it too. You have Bibles, many of you. If there's anybody that didn't bring a Bible with them, see, you, I tell you, bring your Bibles, you know, but I, we didn't break the projector on purpose just to reinforce that fact today. But if you didn't bring one and you want a Bible to follow along, they're back at the back uh, at the entry, and uh, feel free to get up and head back there, get one, so that you'll be able to follow along with us. We've been reading the book of Colossians for the last few months, and today we come to the end. Now, I'm not going to read clear to the very end. You can do that yourself if you would like, because, uh, because the, last, the very last section is called Final Greetings. Paul knew a lot of folks who were at Colossae, and so he gave his own personal word to them. And, uh, and I looked at it, and I'm thinking, it will be kind of hard to preach a sermon on all of those personal greetings. Uh, I could make up something, but I decided that we would, uh, we would just end uh, earlier at verse 6, where, where his, his specific instruction comes to an end. So we're going to begin reading at verse 2, Colossians chapter 4, beginning at verse 2. Scripture says, devote yourselves to prayer, being watchful and thankful, and pray for us too, that God may open a door for our message so that we may proclaim the mystery of Christ, for which I am in chains. Pray that I may proclaim it clearly as I should. Be wise by the way you act toward outsiders. Make the most of every opportunity. Let your conversation be always full of grace, seasoned with salt, so that you may know how to answer everyone. So we've gone through this book. It's been talking about the will of God. The will of God is that we would all realize that He's done everything necessary for us to be reconciled to God, that He offers forgiveness and mercy to us all. And here, His final words for us, saying, how do you live as a reconciled person? He says, be devoted to prayer. So being devoted to prayer means more, mom and dad, than just Praying when you hit a stoplight, or praying just when something goes wrong, oh, help, or, or just praying for meals. It means that we set aside time during the day to pray. And kids, you can do this too. You've got lots of stuff you like to do. And oftentimes, you don't want to wait to go do the stuff you like to do. Grown-ups are that way too. But praying is very important. Now, a lot of folks have the idea that praying is all about asking God for stuff. But prayer is a whole lot more than that. Prayer is, is, is talking to God about all kinds of different things and listening for Him to talk to us. And Paul talks about that some. So he says, be devoted. It's not just a casual word. Devote yourselves to prayer. He says, first... Be watchful. Be focused. Watch yourself. Pay attention. Where I, what are you thinking about? 
Where is Jesus in your thoughts and in your actions and in the words that you speak, the things that you think about, the things you want to do? Because we've seen, as we've worked through this book, that Jesus is the center of all things, the center of all of creation. He is the center of all that exists, the ruler of all, and He wants to be the center of our lives, the center of our thoughts, the center of our motivations, why we do what we do. He wants us to do it because of Him. And then, He says, be thankful. Be thankful. Gratitude's a very, very important thing. And for those who are, whose lives have been transformed by the mercy and grace of God, we are thankful people. Here's something you need to understand. This is important. This is so simple, what I'm about to say. But it can be life-changing. Gratitude is the remedy for a bad mood. Kids, when you're ticked off with your parents or your teacher at school, aren't you glad school's over? You're upset with something that's going on or a friend has disappointed you. Gratitude, giving thanks, can lift you out of a very bad mood. It can lift us out of defeatist thinking out of sadness and depression. Well, maybe not, de not clinical depression, but it can help. It can certainly lift us out of discouragement. It can lift us out of exhibiting a critical, complaining spirit. So, I have learned this in the last years. After Karen got her diagnosis more than six years ago, I started every morning the first thing when I woke up, thanking God that she was here. And then I thought, well, that's a good, good thing to do. And there's a lot of other things I can give thanks to God for. I still do that. I give thanks to God for all the good things that are a part of my life that I know are gifts from Him. I start off that way. Sometimes people say, well, how, how are things going? It's like, well, wake up in the morning and find out. I don't know how things are going. You just wake up. But I have noticed that as I give thanks, even if I, I wake up and my mind's not in a good place, when I start giving thanks, it changes what I'm thinking about. It changes my mind from a negative spot to a place blesses. And there's so many good gifts from God every day. Oh, yes, I still ask Him for help with a lot of things that I don't think are so good. Doesn't mean we deny reality. But reality always has good. And if you say in yourself, if you say, no, things are so bad, so bleak, that I cannot see anything to give thanks for, then you need to really talk to some people. 
You need to really talk to God because God is a faithful God. There are always things for which we can and should be giving thanks. We've sung about His love today. He does love us. His love endures forever. The Bible says that many different times. And He gives us good things. So you can think about the disappointments. You're going to have them. That's, you're going to have them. It's part of life. You can think about the challenges and the problems and be consumed by that. And you do need to think about these things and listen to what God tells you about how to face these things. But we do not have to let those things control, control the way life is for us. We don't have to let those things give us a bad day, make us grumpy, make us say and do things to people that we regret. We don't have to go through the day feeling bad. I, as I said, I'm not talking about denial, but we can focus on what is good and give thanks for that, and it changes everything. I've experienced that on mornings, wake up and oh, and then I start giving thanks, and I can just feel all kinds of things shift. And when I am giving thanks, before too long, I start experiencing the love of God. And I start telling myself, Mark, God loves you. Which is true. Read the Bible, it says so. And I found that to be true in my life anyway. But sometimes I can look at things in a negative way and get, it can all get lost. And I can be kind of unpleasant to be around and be unpleasant on the inside too. Giving thanks, he says, devote yourselves to prayer, being watchful and thankful. So, you may have wondered, what are these cards on the seats for today? Well, I have a reason for it. I want everyone to get one of the cards, and uh, you're, you're there. Uh, I will have to be in first service because hopefully there'll be a card there. Uh, I, we'll go through after you all leave and put cards in the, the chairs, but hopefully second service will get a card. But there's a card in your chair, and there's supposed to be a pin in the seat in front of you. Now, if you look and you say there's not one, look at the next seat over. There's a lot of pins out there. So I want you to take a pin, and I, we're going to just stop everything right now for you to start writing on this card things for which you are thankful things that are blessings from God. Now, really, you should be able to fill up the whole front, more than one column down. Probably, we all should be able to fill up the back as well. But, you know, if, you've, if, if you're able to do that, fine. But everyone, start thinking of things that are good in your life, things that are gifts, gifts from God. Kids, Maybe you're thankful for your parents. Maybe you say, not today, I'm not. At least I don't feel like it. Well, just use your memory. Think about all of the good things that your parents have given to you in your life. You can be thankful for your parents, even when they give you instructions that aren't what you want, or even when they're in a bad mood and grumpy and it's parents. You can give thanks that school is finally over. 
Maybe you're not thankful that school's over. Some kids love going to school every day. Some of you can give thanks that you graduated this week. Not that school's over because you're getting ready to go to college, some of you. But still, a great accomplishment. You've worked at that for 13 years. Congratulations to you. But take time for your life. Just write it down. Parents, if your kids are having trouble, encourage them. You know, they're not used to, they're probably not used to sitting down and saying, here are all the things that I have that are so good. So maybe you can help them figure out some things to be thankful for. So I, I did this in our service last night. So some things for which I'm thankful. I'm thankful for Karen. I'm thankful for having almost 35 years with her. You see, I can look at that and be thankful, or I can look at what's ahead and say, well, I'm not very happy about that. Well, I'm not very happy about that. But which do, which do I want to focus on? Do I want to be unhappy or do I want to be a thankful person? I can choose that. I can't choose what, a, a lot of stuff, but I can choose some things about where I'm going to focus my mind. I'm thankful for two amazing sons. I wrote this down when he wasn't even here in church, okay? I am thankful for their wonderful spouses. I'm thankful for my three astonishingly amazing grandchildren. One of the things, I wrote a lot of things down here, one of the things I'm thankful for, I'm thankful for air conditioning. I grew up down south. I'm very thankful for air conditioning. Some of you all don't turn it on because you say, you know, it'll cost more money and the heat and the humidity, it'll go away. Yeah, it will. But I've already done that, so I don't do it anymore. There, so I've got a whole lot of things here, things for which I am thankful. I'm thankful for my car. A lot of people have to walk everywhere. Even still, you say, 
Well, not in America. No, most people in America don't have to. But in the world, there's a lot of people who have Walking's okay, but it's a long way from my house to Wegmans, so. I'm thankful for a lot of things. What are you thankful for? I'd like for some of you, uh, we're going to take just some time now, for you to give thanks to God for some things that you wrote down. So I want you to just stand up and, and um, probably so people can hear, otherwise this won't be meaningful to, to other folks, and I want it to be meaningful to, for folks. So I want you to come down here and you say, there's no way in the world I'm going to do that. Why not? We're all nice people. You had good time walking around during greeting time, so go right ahead and do it now. But who would like to give thanks to God? Okay, Doug. Hold good it up morning. close to your face, all of you, when, when you're using the mic. I would like to be thankful for being led by the Spirit to a new life in Jesus Christ, to the gift of good health, for a house to live in, for food to eat, for clothes to wear, for shoes on my feet, for a God who loves me, for a family who loves me, a car that is safe and dependable, <laughs> my church, community, Bible study, worship, the gift of retirement, my boat. And, my, and then you ran out of room. Okay. See, it's easy to, to have things to give thanks for. We've all got them. We just, we have a tendency to focus on the things we complain about a, a lot more. There's not as many of them. There's a whole lot more things that are good. Go right ahead, Ellen. I'm thankful for my mom, my husband, my children, my saved life, my pastor, my home, my church family, which is awesome, my friends, my three animals, and my husband's job. Wonderful. Somebody else. I hope more than three of us are thankful. All right. Yes. Good morning. I'm thankful for the Word, my Bible, Dave and Diane for getting me to church, food, medicine, my father who's 98 years old, my roommate, my friends, my clothes, my country, freedom of religion, and my gifts and talents. Very good, Dan. Yes. All right. Mariana, you going to do it? All right. Hold it up close to your mouth. Oh, don't be scared. Okay. Okay, you don't have to do it. Uh, wait just a second. Maybe after Lexi does it, then, then you'll do it, okay? Um, our God, my family, getting getting my friends, my body, my life, my school, me, my toys, my food, and, fr and, my, and my church. Very good. Well, we're thankful that you're a part of our church, too. I can remember before she was born. Now she's almost ready to go into the teens. All right. You want to try? Okay. I'm thankful for my mom and dad and my dog I have in my house. What's your dog's name? Mika. Okay. So, yeah, a lot of you, yeah, I don't know if you put your dog on there, but I know that a lot of you are very thankful for your dog. All right. Okay. Someone else? All right. 
Come on down. We're not going to give you a prize, but you can come on down anyway. Okay. I'm thankful for my parents and my friends, food and water, shelter over my head, my dog and my cat, and my siblings and grandparents. Very good. And he brought Grandpa with him today. So, so Grandpa's here from Michigan visiting. Great. Someone else. Do you want to do it? Okay. I'm thankful for my daddy, my mommy, my brother Gabe, Pastor Mark, God, Jesus, and Sarah. Very good. Very good. All right. Let's have one more. Okay, Shane, what are you thankful for? I really like gravy on thanks at Thanksgiving. I do too. <laughs> so that's one. The next one is a roof under my head. The third was I have a pretty comfy bed, and I think the fourth was okay. I'm not sure that's way too close. Was that way too close? No, you were fine. Okay. Um, what was it? What was fourth? Oh, my parents. And what was the last one? Oh yeah, the last one was bacon. Bacon. I like bacon, too. Aren't you glad someone invented gravy and bacon? You know, so, so see, we're all laughing because Thanksgiving brings us joy. It does. It changes our whole mood, the way we look at things. It lifts us up. And so Paul, Paul, the eyewitness of Jesus, says... You have a lot to be thankful for. Give thanks. He goes on to say, pray for him. Pray for the leaders of the church. He said that, that there will be a wide open door for the message, the message of hope that Jesus Christ, the creator of the world, came and lived here among us, gave his life on the cross to remove every barrier between us and God. So there's nothing left for us to do except to trust him and to be reconciled to him. And then he says here, I don't know if you noticed it, he says that he has this message for which he is in chains. When Paul's writing these things, all these wonderful words we have read together, Paul was in prison. Now, I don't know about you, but I really don't want to be in prison this afternoon. I, I've been to prisons I've been, I've visited people in prisons. I don't like them. Every time the door closes behind me, it's like, I hope they open it when I come and went out. The walls are very plain. There's no ex, there is no beauty in prisons. These are all American prisons. I haven't visited any prisons outside of the United States. Except for, I have visited one of the prisons where Paul was. It's down below ground level. The floor is stone. There's, was the, 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 it was basically an empty place down under the ground. And the water comes up between the stones in the floor. Now they have put in a stairway so you can walk down into it. But, 
But you can see when you get down there, you look up above and you see the hole through which prisoners were lowered into this prison. It was very unpleasant. They didn't feed you when you were in prison. You hopefully had friends or family that would not abandon you who would come and bring you what you needed to stay alive while you were in prison. And Paul has written this beautiful book of hope, of the love and mercy of God. It had nothing to do with his surroundings. It had everything to do with what he knew in his heart. Everything he knew from having followed Jesus, from knowing Jesus. Everything he knew uh, because he had trusted in Christ and been reconciled to God and experienced his love many years before. And so here at the conclusion of this letter, we've been reconciled to God. If you haven't today, God invites you. He, there's, he's ready. You may not be, but he's ready for you to trust in him and be reconciled to him. And so whatever is going on, and I am very well aware that often in life there are things going on that are very difficult or unpleasant. I know that. Paul knew that. But he said, we have experienced the love and mercy of God. So we can always give thanks to him. So let us go from this place to be people of thanksgiving, carrying the joy of God, the love of God. This week, be watchful. Don't let your mind get focused off on things that would defeat you and give you a miserable week. Instead, give thanks to God. Be reminded of his love and faithfulness. And then you'll be quite confident that no matter how difficult this week is, there will be better days that do come. So let us do what he said, and let us give thanks. We give thanks to you, O Lord our God. You are faithful and good. We thank you for this book that Paul wrote, this letter that he wrote to these people who were his friends and all the encouragement and the words of hope and the, the beautiful words that have reminded us of how great your love is that you would do everything necessary for us. We do want you and your Son to be the center of our lives, that all of our words, all of our actions toward every person would display the joy and the love that we have found in you. Help us to be grateful people and faithful people, we ask in Christ's name, amen.